Hello, hello. Hope you're having a wonderful day. I'm your host, Emily Kaufman, so welcome back. Today's episode, I was a little bit nervous to record on. I wasn't sure if I wanted to talk about it and, you know, I'll go into why later, but multiple people had reached out and said that they had these same feelings throughout their own health and fitness journey, so I wanted to address it today. The feelings of shame around wanting to lose weight, the feelings around feeling guilty for wanting to be healthier, those are some really hard feelings that people don't talk about, we don't address, and so we'll just kind of be diving into that today and why it's so normal to be having these feelings. So, before we get started with today's episode, if you are out there listening and you are feeling so tired in your health journey, you're feeling so defeated by not seeing results, by trying plan after plan but keep feeling like you failed them and not seeing results so you just want to quit, I have the perfect program for you. It's might be on the Hype Bootcamp. It's Get Results and Find Forever Fitness and Food Freedom. It's a six-week coaching program where, you know, it's not a fitness plan that you have to stick to. It's not a certain way that you have to eat, but it's starting with the foundation of what will fit into your lifestyle and how can you start to see better results and better consistency with the things that you're already doing. So it's not a program where you have to start over, but as a program that you can help build up for you and it will help fit in with your lifestyle. So if you're interested, it's open now. It's at emilykaufman.org slash beyondthehype, emilykaufman.org slash beyondthehype, and there is a link right down below. So go check it out. It's time for you to actually make this enjoyable again. So with that, I hope that you enjoy this week's episode. So I mentioned it before, but I wanted to talk this week all about the shame and guilty feelings that could come with wanting to be healthier. And the reason that I was so hesitant to record this was because you know, I don't know how other people feel. I don't know how you might feel. And so I was really worried that, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I've never felt guilty for this. I didn't want you to listen and be like, oh, maybe I should be feeling guilty. So I was so worried about that. So I posted on Instagram and I did a poll. I was like, okay, have you ever felt guilty for wanting to lose weight? And over 50% of the people said yes. So I was like, okay, clearly other people are feeling this way. But I was like, maybe they don't want to hear about it, right? Maybe they don't want to be reminded. So then I put out another poll a week later. I was like, okay, out of these three options for podcast episodes, you know, feeling guilty and shame, those emotions, and then two other options. And then this one won again. So I was like, okay, it's not just me that feels this way. Maybe you listening, you're like, oh, wow, I'm not the only one that feels this way either. That's why I was like, I need to record this. So I think that a lot of times when you're going into this healthier journey, if you're someone that isn't like in a dire need of being healthy, right? Like it's easy to be like, oh, I want to lose weight because I have this weight issue. Like I have this health issue that my doctor was like, oh, you should start walking more or something like that, right? A reason for it. If you don't have a reason for it, I feel like sometimes it can almost come across as I'm being selfish because I know for me, I am thin. A lot of people would look at me and be like, Emily, yeah, you're thin. Like, 
why do you have to worry about your fitness? Why do you have to worry about your health? And while that's really nice of someone to think that way about me, how they think about me doesn't really matter. That doesn't really affect how I feel about myself. And if I want to be healthier for whatever reason, if I want to move my body more for whatever reason, then that's my right. And it's not really anyone else's business. And so I'm sure you've been there too. You know, you want to embark on being healthier. (laughs) I don't know why I said embark, but like, you know, this big journey of is not that it's a big journey in terms of like, wow, I'm doing so much different, but it's just a realization of like, I can treat my body better. I can be nicer to it. I can fuel it better. I can take care of it more, right? Even just self-care is part of this healthy journey. And a lot of times, if someone else isn't going through that, they won't recognize that same difference, right? They'll look at you just as how I said, they'll be like, what? There's nothing wrong with you. What, what do you mean you're trying to be healthier? What do you mean you're worried about your health, right? Especially if you're my age, my generation, where you're younger in your 20s. Like, no one's worried about staying old for their kids when you don't even have kids yet, right? Like, that's not something that you're thinking about. And so when you're in a culture that's really stigmatized around weight, they just look at it as weight. And so I was reading this book recently. It's called Healthy as... F, but it's not F, it's <laughs> written out, trying to keep my podcast cleaner. So it's healthy as F, and it was talking about comparing going on a healthy journey to getting a raise or a promotion at work and how people react so differently between the two. Because if you tell someone, oh, I want to be healthier, I, I want to lose weight, they're like, no, 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 th- there's nothing wrong with you you don't need to do that. Like, there's no need, which once again, like, you you could be trying to be nice by saying that, but picture that in the setting of you at work. Say you join your girls for drinks that next week, and you're like, guys, guess what? Like, this week, I had a big accomplishment. I got a promotion. People wouldn't be like, oh, are you sure about that? Like, your old salary was fine, right? Like, there's nothing wrong with your old salary, oh, I mean, an average income is fine. What? You're making above average. You're already good. Who who needs that extra few thousand that you're now making? Like, no one talks about promotions like that. And for me, on this fitness journey, there's still a lot of, you know, I just said how I'm setting new goals for myself last week. So what about when I accomplish those goals? Like, that's something that I can feel really proud of and really accomplished with. But we don't talk about those the same way. We look at them really personally. Like we see other people's accomplishments in health as like, oh, well, you know, she's getting her act together and I'm not. Like she must look down on me, which is so untrue. I don't look down on anyone who's not going through the same thing as me or even prioritizing different things. Just like with that work example right? It would be ridiculous for you to be like, oh, are you sure you want that extra money? Just like, but people tell me, oh, are you sure you want to lose that extra few pounds? You don't need to. Like, yeah, I know I don't need to. I know that my life will be the same, but for me, it's something that, you know, I'm treating my body better as I do this. In a previous episode that I recently launched, we're talking about how before 
you're going, you know, saying that you want to be healthier, a lot of things are passive, like you're passively eating. Whereas this, you know, I'm not restricting myself, but now it's just more like I'm thinking about it more. And because I'm thinking about it more, I can be more intentional with my choices. That's all this really is, right? I don't have this crazy goal of having like 5% body fat or being like the strongest five foot woman. No, I just want to be a little bit more intentional with my choices for my body. So that way I can show up better in other areas of my life. Because when I pay more attention to my body, then I'm better well rested for work, which leads to the things like promotions, right? I'm not saying that they're directly connected, but for me, I notice a huge domino effect when that's happening. So if you're listening to this and you've ever felt guilty for wanting to prioritize yourself or you've ever felt shameful for sharing your health goals with someone else, just know very politely that it's just none of their business, right? And you don't have to tell them that. You don't have to be rude about it, but it's really not. And so the more that other people, you know, they want to be nice and they want to be supportive, it doesn't really matter for me. But here's how I started thinking about this topic, right? So I said before that I've been like dwelling on this topic for a little while being like, I don't know if I want to record it or not. And the reason that this started to come up for me was because I'm on TikTok now. (laughs) So I'm not big on TikTok, trying to grow. It's at Girls Gone Healthy. But on TikTok, there's a culture of being really you know, you can be vulnerable and a lot of people share their stories and a lot of people that I follow are in this health and fitness space or they might have had a huge weight loss journey or they might have recovered from an eating disorder and it's great to be able to hear their perspectives. But every time that I try to tell my story, I love doing this over a podcast because no one can see me, right? Like, Yes, you might know that I'm five foot and I'm so short, but that doesn't really affect my message as much. But when you're putting it to pictures, I feel so self-conscious because for my story, if you've heard, you know, listen to last week's, I talked about transitioning out of athletics or even episode number two, it's called my fitness journey. If you've listened to either of those, you know that I had to weigh myself for my position in division one athletics every single week. For seven years, I had to hit one weight on the scale. And so that created a really unhealthy relationship with me and the scale. I was striving for years for one specific number. And so that's a huge part of my health story. And so, you know, I'm on TikTok and I was like, oh, maybe I'll like follow this trend, right? And I'm going to post old pictures of myself and talk about, you know, how I overcame it. And it felt so tone deaf coming from me because if you look at the pictures I mean I don't look any different from when I was 20 to 18 to 16 like to 14 right I never had some huge transformations I just naturally got bigger as an adult my weight fluctuates as normal as everyone else so what you see from the outside from me looks like oh wow she's just really tone deaf and people that have had these huge struggles with being obese and hating to step on the scale because the number just go kept going up right like you hear those stories it's like well how can Emily compare how can this girl who's never been over 130 pounds even compare to my journey on the scale and so that's where I got really self-conscious and really almost like 
guilty for how I had felt for so many years. I was like, how can I have had such a tough journey with the scale and weighing myself if I don't know someone else's struggle or I can't even have a fraction of their idea? And that put me in such a bad place because my struggles were real, right? And even if it wasn't, you know, seven years, maybe if you're just sitting there and you're like, yeah, I also have a tough relationship with the scale, those feelings are valid too. And all feelings are valid, but it was because I was so directly comparing myself in the social media scene, which I mean, I try to get out of so much and then I feel like I just crawl my way right back in, <laughs> right? That's a whole nother story. But I know so deeply like why I'm working out, why this is important to me, and how I evolved to get here after many, many years. And then so quickly, I started second guessing myself the second that I was taking pictures of my own journey and trying to stack them up against someone else's. Because that's really what I was doing. Right, I thought in my head, it's like, oh, okay, like everyone else is sharing their story, I'll share my story. But what I was really doing was taking the parts that they chose to share, right? Because you never even know if that's their full story. And being like, wow, mine pales in comparison, or mine is so tone deaf, or mine isn't the same. And that's fine, like no one's has to be the same. So I don't know, I just got right back into these feelings of feeling guilt for okay, well, why should I be worried about my weight? Why should I be worried about my health when I don't have it the worst? And that's the worst way to approach it, right? Because someone else is always going to have it worse than you. Someone else is always going to have it better than you, right? You're never going to be at the end. And it's fine to just want to improve where you're at little by little, day by day. And then I think the last thing that I really notice where these feelings of shame and guilt might come up is the conversation around dieting is really starting to change. So you can definitely, you know, still find those fad diets like you did before, but now there's this whole new conversation, you know, that's been coming up in the past few years about intuitive eating and how intuitive eating, you know, it's like the anti-diet of how can you listen to your body? How can you eat what you want? You know, all that stuff, which is great. And intuitive eating works for so many people. But the issues that I've been finding is the people that used to be so heavy into dieting and so worried about changing their body are now the same ones that are so into intuitive eating and now have the mindset of, any way that you're trying to change your body is bad because that was their experience with it, right? Because they've only looked at dieting and eating healthier for weight loss, now that they're like, oh, I'm happy because I found this food freedom and I found intuitive eating, they're like, anyone that's on that other side of it must still be stuck. They still must be restricting and unhappy. And that's what a lot of the narrative has been around this intuitive eating. And I, once again, kind of look back at myself and I'm like, I mean, I don't feel restricted in what I eat. I don't feel like bad about what I'm doing. Like, it seems like, you know, everyone wants to just like pull you onto like this bright, happy place that is intuitive eating. And 
eat what makes your body happy and stop tracking, stop counting calories, stop making meal plans, stop doing all this stuff, stop meal prepping. And that can work. And if that's what you want, then that's great. And that's a great end goal to have. But I mean, I feel like I got to that point of intuitive eating and a lot of intuitive eating, right? I see some dietitians post, they're like, if dieting didn't exist, intuitive eating would just be called eating. And I'm like, yes, that's exactly how I feel. Like, that's just eating. And for me, some days I don't want to just eat. I want to eat to be able to PR on my next lift. I want to be able to eat so that way I have enough energy or, you know, it's for something. It's not just eating to eat. As I mentioned just in this episode, right, it's being more intentional with my actions And so now that the conversation's changing to this place of just be happy how you are, be happy how you are, like just go back to listening to yourself and you don't have to change a thing. It's like, okay, but now I feel guilty and shamed for wanting that for myself, for wanting to better up. And that just brings me right back to the conversation of how would people approach this if the same goal was in my work or in my business? And so if you have ever felt judged or less than or just misunderstood with trying to work out more, to eat healthier, whatever it may be, just know that one, it's super normal. I've never really talked to anyone about it before, but you know, by just asking you, by asking the listeners if anyone else has felt this way and so many other people had... I was like, okay, this is something that a lot of people experience, but just no one knows how to talk about it because then they'd be judged even more, right? That's one thing. And then two, just remember that your opinion is what matters most. And, you know, it's hard to think that in the moment, but even if you do feel guilty for a moment of time, right? Like you watch that TikTok, (laughs) if you were in my situation and you're like, wow, like, you know, that's not my story. That's only for a second. And then you move on and you still know that you have yourself, you have your attentions and what you want to do is up to you. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please let me know by leaving a review or by sharing with a friend so they can also be a little bit less alone in this whole fitness journey. So thank you again for listening in and go sweat it out. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, do me a favor and take a screenshot right now and post it on your Instagram story. You can tag me at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast. Come say hi, come say what's up. I'd love to connect with you and this would help support me to continue bringing you free content. See you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.